0: Now here is the great, great secret of effectual prayer. Listen carefully.
1: The prayer that gets to heaven starts in heaven. I believe God wants to
0: shake this old country one more time with heaven sent revival. That's what God wants to do. There also has to be the other side of the coin our responsibility to share that life-changing message with those around us. There's
1: something in the nature of God that wants His love to be shared with other people.
0: Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast exploring the ins and outs of church revitalization with your hosts, Matt Hensley and Kyle Behrman. This podcast is sponsored in part by the Christian Standard Bible. We encourage you to check out the CSB after the show to learn about a translation that is both readable and accurate at csbible.com.
1: What it do, Dr. Bierman? How are you, Beerman? What is happening, Matt? How, well, how are things on the mountain in, in the, as you like to say, close to God? Oh, um, yeah. are, are, you, are you cooling off up there yet? Is it still a million degrees? there? Oh, yeah. It yeah. is. It is.
0: Uh, I think when I came home from Vacation Bible School, it was like 60 degrees. Glorious. This yeah. morning, it was about 48. Glorious. And, uh, and yes, today is Wednesday. I do want to brag on my wife a little bit because uh, she has been, of course, doing uh, Vacation Bible School and came home uh, because we were doing this. I was going back to get Uh, my computer uh, because I thought we were going to do it at the iglesia. Uh, But I came home because she had to come home, feed the girls, so she could go back and work at Roadrunner, which is our food distribution uh, ministry. And uh, so she will, at the end of today, will have been volunteering from about 7.30 or 8 o'clock uh, to pro- probably about four or so. It just, it all depends on when the truck gets there. And uh, Me-
1: meanwhile, she- you were at home by yourself recording a podcast.
0: Yep, drinking espresso. Uh, nice. You know, we're, we're about to watch Harry Potter. I don't know if we can say that on the podcast, but uh, we're gonna watch uh, uh, a story about a guy um, with some powers and, uh, you know, no witchcraft or anything like that, of course. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, we're gonna do that while she is serving the Lord. Nice, but and, you know, God rested on the uh, seventh day, so I'm just resting um, on, on, on the fourth hour on,
1: on the fourth day. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, seven hour rest. <laughs> well, hey, you are uh, you are you are in the middle of Vacation Bible School. Like, I mean, yeah, literally bro, smack, smack dab in the middle. Okay. If, yeah, if, we won't tell, We won't put yeah, this, this out there for anybody to you know that, that we,
0: we haven't been having about seventy some odd people up there, eighty people. Um, but uh, but yeah, if if this goes live uh, successfully on Friday, and this remains true, we will have made it to the end without any visitors uh, from the state troopers, and uh, so we're grateful for that. Uh, however, we've done everything on our side. Uh, to keep uh, everybody safe and distanced from one another. Uh, we purposefully did not really advertise it. Um, one, so that we didn't get those visitors that I mentioned. Two, so that we would have a very manage- manageable amount of people in past, you know, it's a 100 or so uh, kiddos. And in uh, that uh, will be difficult when kids just, I mean, they lick each other. I mean, so <laughs> you're not gonna keep it's them true. sick them apart. And uh, so, so yeah, we did that, uh, but we still had a great crowd. However, at any given time, there is always uh, one class in one part of the uh, parking lot, another class in another part of the parking lot, and so inside the building at any point, uh, even including the uh, the worship rally, uh, is still under the numbers that they need to be because of where people are at, and okay. so. Good. Uh, We pulled it off, I think. Uh, Right now, this is Wednesday when we're recording this. We've now begun the ABC songs. You might not know about that since you usually use group. Uh, But uh, Lifeway actually shares the gospel uh, with their kids. And so we're at that point now where it's really intentional on that. And so we're really encouraging the teachers to be looking like their heads on a swivel for opportunities of maybe a child that is asking some questions or so forth. They can walk through their testimony and the gospel presentation with them. And then tomorrow, uh, everybody gets a decision card. Doesn't that make Dr. Matt Queen happy? Uh, but instead of like, you know, the, the normal use of it, it's just, they're just sharing where they're at in the whole process. I want to know more. I'm saved. I've never been, you know, whatever they want to share. And then I take some of the ones that are necessary or applicable and I go and visit with them. So uh, Thursday's my, my day to, to really do a lot of counseling with some of the kids. And so it's going great and awesome. we're glad we're able to do it. We actually love our kids and you, you know, you're just doing like a one day thing and like, you we, know,
1: 2028. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we have set a one day, a Saturday VBS for, um, September and we are we're, we're ordering stuff we're making plans to do it we're waiting to see kind of what what happens with schools and all that because as I've shared on here for for one um we we do have a few cases here locally um and also we are directly across the street my my office looks at the state police office so there's not there's there's not hiding in the mountains you know if, if you if you see somebody come in you can just scatter into the woods and we've got lookouts
0: we've got lookouts on either side
1: yeah yep. yeah Good, so, good, good, man. we we'll are uh, praying for, for you as you follow up.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's always the key is it's, you know, obviously the week is important, but the follow-up is uh, just as important, uh, just like you got a visitor at your church. And so uh, those of you that are able to pull off Vacation Bible School, praise the Lord for that. Be intentional about the opportunities and uh, follow up faithfully. I look for ways to uh, connect with those uh, moms and dads and grandparents's, grandparents's, grandparents, uh, grandparents, grandparents, <laughs> Um, hey, uh, hey! real quick, because the last time we shared one of my pulpit flubs, it did not uh, go well, and you just deleted them all from the record. Yes, but I Sunday, did. Sunday, uh, and actually Friday, because I recorded it on Friday, and I preached it twice on Sunday, I was mentioning uh, that the record of the Assyrians, Ninevites, or whatever, was not found until the 19th century, when archaeologists were able to uncover it in their ruins, more specifically. In three times, three times, every sermon, the Friday one, the 931, and the eleven one, every time I tried to say archaeologist, I could not. I could say archaeologist before. I could say it right after the service. I can say it right now. I've just said it, archaeologist, now four times, I think, on this episode. But in the sermon, on all three of them, it was like arcala archeolo- ar- um, archeolo- arche- span the guys uh, who people. dig for stuff <laughs> in the dark. So, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the people that dig up stuff and study it. Never buys your laugh, laugh. La- 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 the pastor, finally. So, uh, yeah. So that was Sunday. Uh, but, yeah, when you've got the visitors and so forth, you follow up. Same thing with Vacation Bible School. You'll be able to connect with some moms, yeah. grandparents, and so forth. Uh, but we are recording this on what is known as a platform. This would be yes. one of the platforms known as podcasting, and uh, of course, it is then shared on iTunes, Spotify, and other areas of that, and it is done uh, very well. Certainly surprised us that there was more than just our moms that watched it yeah. or listened to it, and uh, it did very well. We're also very active on Twitter and Facebook, and in my case, Tumblr for a blog, and Instagram, I think we're both on. Those are also platforms known yeah. as social media, a few different areas. And uh, Kyle has about like 10 followers on most of those. True. Uh, I've got a few more than that, uh, mainly because my beard is irresistible.
1: Your, your and, beard can uh, have its own account, and I think your beard it really would get, its, would get it really more could. followers than either of us combined, or both of us Probably. combined.
0: And uh, and so we also have had entity uh, job you are still employed at the North American Mission Board uh, as a part-time er uh, working with the church replant I was employed by lifeway serving the lifeway pastors blog both of those really revolve around blogging uh, and some conferences and so forth and uh, and we also have had an opportunity to write some books. Kyle uh, has written half of a book and then submitted uh, another book that I think I'm still supposed to give a foreword to. Yes, you are. I have done half of a book and then in the last like month have released about 13 books. And so (laughs) maybe not that many, uh, we've had that platform. Now, what we're talking about today is not how to build a platform like that. Uh, um, you know, you not calling you to start a podcast, not calling you to do anything else. We're going to talk briefly about a bad way to build a platform and what should our platforms include or what our building a platform should be about. And so, Kyle, with that part, my introduction out of the way, I'm going to go brew some coffee and uh, take it away.
1: <laughs> so, so this is inspired, this idea is inspired by... Uh, a blog that Dr. Tim McKnight uh, put on the One Disciple um, blog page, and and so if you're, uh, I think we've talked a little bit. Matt writes for for One Disciple, um, and and Dr. McKnight just simply wrote this this blog entitled "Are You Building Your Platform?" Um, and and he goes on to to talk about. Um, how, how he, he interacts with a lot of pastors, a lot of leaders who talk about building their platform and we will focus on the importance of building their platform. And so as, uh, as we, we talk about ways to do this and ways to not do this, um, Matt, let's, let's dive right in and talk first of all about how not to build your platform and why not to build your platform. And then we'll, we'll so let's get the negative out of the way and then we'll talk about the positives of that. So first of all,
0: I will answer both of those questions with four words. Okay. So your first question was how not to. Yes. And why not to, right? Yes. If I remember correctly. So the two words for the first one is buy it. And then number two question, it's stupid. So <laughs> buying it is stupid uh, because, I mean, we can think of some of the guys out there that have just uh, you know bought their... Platforms, if you will, I'm I'm thinking of one right now uh, that has thirty-nine thousand or just under forty thousand followers, uh, yet virtually no interaction on the page because a lot of those are bots and uh, and so forth. And and we uh, know another on uh, the Facebook side of things uh, that has bought his uh, his platform there on. Facebook and so forth. Uh, Again, no interaction. And as far as why it's stupid, Uh, because of why in the world would I want to spend $10, $100, $1,000, whatever, uh, to buy fake accounts, fake things that are not going to spread um, what I'm wanting to share any further. They're not going to sell any more books. It's just, it is beefing up something. Fake, And uh, it, it would be no different than you and I uh, wanting to go to uh, the beach or something like that and putting on a muscle suit and, uh, and walking around thinking we're big stuff. It's obviously fake. Uh, we are neither muscle nor need to be wearing muscle suits. We probably need to go there in a burka. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, that's one is it's just dumb. And so I I get we both put advertisements on. Sure. We boosted posts. But the point to boost those posts and boost those accounts or whatever uh, was so that replanting rural churches, we could target an ad to get it outside of our own circle of influence. And so we could do a targeted ad for rural towns that we knew of. Uh, that had a number of pastors and so forth, and we could make it targeted for guys that are, you know, 20 to 60 or whatever in a rural church and, uh, you know, that like LifeWay Christian resources or something. So we know, generally speaking, they're probably going to be Baptist or Baptistic, and they're in an area where this is a target for it. And it was narrowing that down to get them to be able to buy it. And it was successful. It did very well with yeah, some of but just throwing out, you know, if I wanted to put a uh, ad out there right this moment, I could I could take an ad for our book or I could just take a selfie of Kyle Bierman picking his nose like he just did. That and did I could not, put that up on Facebook. Yes, you did. Yeah. I could put that on Facebook and I could boost it for Indonesia. I don't have to put anything else on it. And like seconds later... It will have hundreds and then into thousands of likes and shares and loves and everything else. The account will boost everything else. It's stupid. So don't buy it. It's stupid. There you go. That's
1: so so there is so there is how not and why not to um, to to build your platform. So now let's let's shift to the positive side of that, um, and let's let's reverse those. Okay. So, so let's, let's ask that second question first. Why should a pastor, a youth pastor, a director of missions, um, a Sunday school teacher, why, why should anyone involved in ministry be concerned with a platform?
0: I think it's something to be very, very careful with. Because just like we would talk about, you know, like with Jared C. Wilson's, you know, the pastor's justification—that uh, you're you're not your last sermon, uh, you're you're not your biggest critic, you know—all your your identity isn't in your church. Uh, mo- most people, I think, would say the right things there, but I think there's a number of people that, because of the nature of social media they kind of get that adrenaline boost when a post kind of goes out there and gets a few retweets and a few more likes. And they think, well, maybe if I boost this a little more, uh, I might get a few more followers or whatever. And, and they begin to take their identity in at M Hensley or at Kyle Bierman uh, or whatever the platform may be. Those are tools. They should be tools in our toolbox for ministering to our people, uh, for spreading the gospel. I think of somebody like, you know, Dr. Greenway uh, that is regularly out there talking on the one hand about Southwestern and what it is doing and, and how it's growing or new professors. So it's an informational uh, stream that comes out. But then there's also his kind of point to ponder stuff where it, it could be some, sometimes they're very much just straight gospel. Sometimes they're more convicting for a pastor to, to read or, or somebody to read and be encouraged by. And, and so that platform of, of his is used as president to spread the word about what's happening at Swivitz, but also encourage pastors and those that may also be Swibits, uh alumni uh, or people that would be interested in it. And so, you know, like per, perhaps when you've had vacation Bible school or a big event around the church coming up, sometimes making an advertisement is not a bad idea to, to get it again uh, out to you know, with with Facebook especially. I haven't messed with Twitter a whole lot, but with Facebook, you can target them down to almost. I could just target Kyle, and and I've thought about that a few times. Uh, but but really, you can go through and and like we were doing um, the uh, originally, we we're going to do one for Vacation Bible School, and it was super easy to go in and put you know parents of kindergarten, uh, parents of elementary school, and target it to parents essentially within 50 miles uh, that had kids in our age group. And, uh, you know, we didn't really tailor it any more than that because that was going to cover everybody that was in that market. And uh, so it's times like that where it can be helpful uh, to maybe boost those, you know, the book or boost a uh, encouraging word or something out there uh, to build the audience around applicable audience. And uh, that's okay, I think. Uh, but you read um, on One Disciple, which is another one of uh, the the things I moved from Lifeway Pastors to One Disciple, and have been helping Tim McKnight on this one. And this is his article uh, asking, are you building your platform? Uh, he's had a number of pastors that talk about it. Uh, we talk about it. We talked about the the bad example of 40,000 people uh, that have been bought, uh, mostly bots uh, that have been bought. Um but what is the right approach, as Kyle asked, and, uh, and I think the best way to do that is to ask, how did Jesus do it? So Kyle, uh, he had a great little zinger uh, right there on, I think it was like his third paragraph. Uh, what was Jesus's platform?
1: Yeah, Jesus's platform was a cross. Yeah. that That is, that, I mean, look, we, we see that we know Jesus had a had a platform during his ministry, right? If you read the Gospels, you see that. You see him uh, attracting crowds. Um, but ironically, as his ministry goes on, his his platform gets smaller and smaller, And and his ultimate goal was not to build crowds, was not to gain large groups of following. His ultimate mission was to proclaim the coming of the kingdom of God, and then, of course, to give his life as a sacrifice for our for our sakes, um yeah. and so if Jesus is our example, certainly he's our example in in this now we we know Jesus had followers, right so, uh, now you and I are not are not Jesus, so we we don't need to amass followers for ourselves but but what we see in in Jesus's life and ministry, people listen to his teaching um but but his ultimate goal was not to tickle ears. His ultimate goal was to proclaim the truth of the kingdom of God. And, and, and certainly that has to be the motivation for anyone called to ministry. Um, now, now, again, like we said, uh, platforms are not necessarily bad, right? Platforms help you get the message out and help you, uh, if you're involved in training pastors or resourcing pastors, um, that, that, that's not a bad thing. But, but I think so much of it deals with the, with the motivation behind that question of why. And, and as I said, it, it's not a bad thing. It would be kind of ironic and hypocritical for us to, for, for you and I, Matt, to say no platforms are terrible things to have. Um, you should never, you should never build one at all. Uh, because I, we, yeah. I don't know a whole lot of people
0: that we we would say that have a successful, strong platform that probably wouldn't come on this show right now and say run from it. Yeah, You know, yeah. with the never-ending notifications, with all of that kind of stuff, it, it is a very difficult thing. And we're also in a very difficult age where everything is said uh, and under a microscope and can be taken a thousand different ways. And so it is a very difficult thing. Uh, and I think that God does give, uh, outside of the, the purchase side, uh, God does often give. Uh, platforms, I believe, to to the people uh, that are maybe uniquely qualified in a certain way or or uh, whatnot. Uh, for for me, I know that there are infinitely better preachers out there, so I'm not going to sit there and try and get my sermons out to a wider audience. Um, that's that's not what I feel like I have to offer um, the the public, if you will. For me, though, um, is encouraging pastors, and so when I see a post maybe written uh, by for the church or Swibits or whatever, and I see a few people that have liked it or interacted that seem to be pastors, um, usually I'll follow them and uh, try to uh, build that um, platform, so to speak, or that relationship with them one to one organically, or you know, doing it myself. and uh, And I think there's some value to that because we we should be there not for our own glory, but to ultimately serve others. You know, our chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Uh, That's in the Baptist faith and message, um, 1969 or whatever. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the same time, we know we are to love God, love others, uh, you know, serve God, serve others, that kind of deal. And so our platforms can be a means to in humility, just aim to encourage pastors. And, and I can, You know, scientifically, probably not prove it, but I can post a picture of, uh, you know, me preaching and get one or two likes. I can post a picture of my girls and get, you know, 10, 15 likes of us having, you know, donuts or something. I can post a quote out there uh, that's encouraging pastors or whatever and get 50 to 60. Uh, Because that's just kind of the audience is there. So you have to know what you're aiming to do with your social media. And we've talked about that plenty of times. And uh, so I think what I'm hearing from Kyle, what maybe you're hearing from me, is one, don't buy it. um, Because it's stupid. That's number one. Two, don't get your identity in your platform. Either the number, you know, 39,000 or 40,000 likes on uh, Twitter. That's not your identity. Uh, your identity is rooted in Christ, just as you weren't your last sermon either or your last book that did well or take. Uh, and uh, and then finally, uh, what you do have, what God does give you, whether it's 100 people, 1,000 people, it's the same thing that we talk about our churches, whether it's 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, be faithful to steward what you have been given. Preach the gospel, encourage, share scripture, use it to lift up instead of tear down, uh, and steward that uh, platform well. And I think you'll notice that when you do that, it tends to grow and uh, and it can grow the w- right way. Kyle?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you uh, you said exactly what I was gonna say there at the end. Um, you know, if you are a pastor, and you know, I think from, from what we've gathered, most of our listeners are, are pastors. Um, if if you are a pastor, you have some sort of a platform that God has given you and in, in the, the people that you are called to shepherd. So steward that. Don't ignore them um, in order to build a bigger platform. Steward the platform that you're given. And, and you're right. I think, you know, whatever the, Lord's, the Lord has in store for you, he will build that. You don't have to. Uh, serve your people well. Um, proclaim the gospel. Love on them. All that. And with that, Matt, we are out of time. So why don't you send us out? Well, on that note, may your coffee be as black as
0: night and as bold as the gospel you declare. This podcast has been sponsored in part by the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. There are a lot of great things happening on Seminary Hill. And so we encourage you to find out all about them at swbts.edu. after this short clip by Roy Fish, Again, that is swbts.edu. Have a great day and God bless.
1: People without Jesus are lost and They're not only lost, but they're in danger of being eternally lost. The fact that people are going to be in hell if they don't somehow come into saving faith.